Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Barbara Gian at barbaragian.com. I hope you guys are all healthy and well. I'm so sad to hear that Justin Bieber has something called Ramsey Hunt Syndrome. We're big Bieber fans around here. Mia has been a fan, diehard fan since she was teeny, teeny, tiny, since he was teeny, tiny too. So this syndrome is very similar to something that I randomly had when I was I believe 15, and then it came back a few years later. It's called Bell's Palsy. And if you don't know what that is, it is a paralysis of your face. So for me, I think it was the left side of my face that just became paralyzed almost. And one of the things that I remember being so frustrating was the inability to close my eyes or close my eye. So when I wanted to sleep, especially, I had to hold it down. And so I'm just thinking about Justin and praying for him. And I've heard that it affects his eating because you're unable to move one side of your muscles. And so keeping our boy in prayer, terrible thing. And and it just reminds me all the time whenever I hear about anybody having health issues or accidents or whatnot, just how grateful I am every single day for my kids' health and well-being, mine and my husband's and my family's and everybody's and yours and theirs and everybody's. So yes, I hope you guys are all doing great. All right, before we jump in, I want to share our sponsor. So this show is brought to you by the Today I Am Grateful Gratitude Journal. So this is a 90-day journal created by yours truly, and there's space each day to write out your gratitude and affirmation for the day. There's also quotes and journal prompts throughout, so break it up a little bit. And this is the perfect way to build your gratitude in less than five minutes a day. And it makes a great gift. I know several people who have already purchased it as a gift. I love it. You will love it. So grab yours. You can find the link for the journal in the show notes or on my link tree. Everything's on there. And it's on Amazon. Okay, so we are talking about a heavy, deep, big topic called forgiveness. And... This all came about a few weeks ago for me as something to share on the podcast because a friend, a good dear friend, Danny, thank you, Danny boy, love you. He messaged me. This is right after the shooting in Uvalde, which I honestly had to fight the first week to not think about the details. I just, it's just too much. It's too, too traumatic to even let my thoughts really go there. And even now, I just, it's its so tragic and awful and unthinkable. I just really battle even allowing myself to think about it. So apparently the shooter's mom uh, made a request of, you know, everybody, I guess, to forgive her son. And so that was his question to me. He asked, what do you think? Would you forgive the shooter? And I wrote back that, God wants all of us to forgive every sinner, everybody. 
as hard and unthinkable and difficult as that may seem or impossible even, it's what we're called to do. So yes, I have to forgive this person. I have to forgive every person for every wrong against me or others because God calls me to it. So I just want to talk a little bit more about it because I think that forgiveness is really misunderstood. And a lot of times we take things so personal and into our own hands when really it's it's not ours to to hold on to or to deal with. So, and then I think about also how divided people are on right now, currently, politics, politicians, government, policies, things that are happening in our world. And people just are filled with so much hatred inside of them toward individuals. And I get, I get it. I get that there's a lot of anger and resentment toward the policies that are made. But I just think people have taken it to a different level. And I know there's extremists on both sides. But people take things personal. And really, all that does is divide you, you're the division, you're you're allowing that to be stirred up in, in your spirit, and cause all that pain. And so that was one thing. And the thing is, it's okay to be angry. It's, it's an emotion that God gave us. And Jesus flipped tables. And I want to flip a table. Like I am so tired of not getting riled up or angry about things. Like I truly have an urge to get angry enough to flip a table. I just I've been thinking about that lately. Like I just want to flip a table these days. Man. All right. So let me tell you my story about different things that have happened in my life where I have had to forgive. And it didn't come easy. It didn't come quickly. It didn't come naturally. But as I got to know God's word, and as I got to be formed and shaped by God's work on me, I forgave different people for different things in my life. So the first and earliest one that I can think of is with my stepdad, who was physically abusive to my mom all my years growing up. We had to live with that. We had to watch and see that and live in that fear and just horrible nightmare for several years. And I hated his guts. I hated him. And it wasn't until long after they were divorced and he had a new wife and I forget how it started, but he we spoke on the phone. And I just, he did ask for forgiveness. And I just forgave. Maybe it was that enough time had passed. And I knew he was a Christian now and doing, you know, living a a good life. And I had just had enough time to process and, and forgive. I just found it in my heart to forgive. And so I did. And so we kept in touch for several years. And I haven't been in touch with him now for some time. But He was the first big example for me of what forgiveness looked like and felt like. And and I was glad that I was able to get to that point. And then the second thing that I think about is my own husband. So this was, again, we did everything backward. We had two kids, then we got married, and then we had our third kid, and just we did everything backward. So right before we got married, we already had the two kids, he was unfaithful in our relationship. And 
there has never been a bigger betrayal to me than that. And I honestly wanted to kill him or at least break his legs. No, I'm just kidding. I, but I did wish harm on him. And I was a fighter. I wasn't a murderer. I wasn't going to do any of that. But after that, when we broke up, we parted ways. Um, and I just wished pain on him. And anytime anything didn't go right for him, I was like, good, that's what you get. You know, I had that kind of spirit and attitude toward him for a long time, for a very long time. And then again, over time and just the way things went, I did end up forgiving him, never officially and formally, but that feeling of forgiveness and finding peace with myself was finally something that I was able to to have. And then the third example that comes to mind is much more recent, and that was with my former principal or boss, where we had the situation, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and find the episode on my job situation. So although I never once felt any internal animosity or vindictiveness or anything like that, at the same time, I had a difficult time saying out loud or saying to myself that I forgave him. I just felt like nothing. But I would also, there was something inside of me that was thinking or feeling like karma, like he's going, something's going to happen. Nothing major. I'm not wishing anything bad. I'm just generally speaking, like this is not going to work out well for him. And I, a part of me was like waiting for that day to come, right? And it came and there was some pleasure. I'm not going to lie. But um, that was, that was a little bit tricky for me, but I, you know, I have to forgive. I just do. And so I want to talk about what forgiveness means to me and what it should mean for all of us. Because what I think many of us feel like is that when we forgive, we're making a peace with that person. We're in a way saying what they did is okay. And we're accepting or tolerating that. And that's not it at all. So even when it seems impossible, we're still called to forgive others. This is what God has called all of us to do. We're all sinners. We all sin every single day, even the best of us. And if we want to be forgiven, we have to forgive others. We're just putting it in God's hands. We're releasing it, releasing it from our spirits and giving it over to him. Let him be the judge. I want to read something that uh, talks about the toll that holding on to resentment or unforgiveness has on us. So this, there was a study done by John Hopkins Medicine about um, the, the impact of forgive, um, lack of forgiveness has on our health. So I'm going to read that to you. It says, whether it's a simple spat with your spouse or long-held resentment toward a family member or friend, unresolved conflict can go deeper than you may realize. It may be affecting your physical health. The good news, studies have found that the act of forgiveness can reap huge rewards for your health, lowering the risk of heart attack, improve, improving cholesterol levels in sleep, and reducing pain, blood pressure, and levels of anxiety, depression, and stress. 
and research points to an increase in the forgiveness health connection as you age. And I've had conversations about this with certain people that I know who are just holding on to anger, resentment, bitterness. That is taxing on your spirit and everything is connected. So that may be, even if you feel like it's not interfering with your health, to some degree it is. It really, really is. And so let me go back to why we must forgive, no matter the sin, no matter the offense, because God tells us to, and we just have to be obedient in that way. We've all sinned, every single one of us. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All of us, not one of us is exempt from that. There's another scripture from Matthew 6, 14, 15. It says, for if you forgive others for their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others for their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So it's not just that we're being obedient to God. It's we need forgiveness also. And we're only going to get that if we forgive others. And then I think about two people in the Bible, Jesus being the first one, but there was also uh, an apostle, a martyr named Stephen. And even at their last breath, when they were being so wronged, killed by others, both of them asked God to forgive their, what would you call them? Their offenders. They, I'll read you what Stephen said first. When Stephen was getting stoned innocently, wrongly, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. And we all know about Jesus asking at the last moment, Father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing while they are nailing him to a cross to die in front of those that loved him and he loved. So when I think that I can't forgive, I have to think about Jesus and Stephen. And how can I not when they were able to do that? So I hope that kind of explains it in a different way than you may have thought of it before, or just kind of helps to break it down a little bit. Um, forgiveness isn't easy, period. But we must practice it with every person in every situation. One, again, to obey God's command on the topic, but two, so that we're also forgiven for our sins. And also, again, it's for our own well-being and peace. Any lingering resentments, they're just unhealthy and harmful to our spirits and our bodies. So as tough as it may be, just decide that you're going to humble yourself, be obedient and wise, and choose to forgive and understanding that this doesn't mean you're accepting the offense or tolerating anything at all. You're just releasing yourself from any judgment, as well as the burden that it's not yours to carry in the first place. Let go, give the pain and anger to God, and let him handle what we just are not equipped to do ourselves. We're all going to be much better off when we're able to do that. Can I get an amen? All right. Well, that is all I have for you today. I will see you here again next week, same time, same place. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed. 
Hold up, wait a minute. If you are ready to go from confusion and uncertainty to clarity and confidence, then you just might be the perfect fit for my mentorship. Learn more about my transformational coaching program by heading over to barbaragian.com and book your free call today. Nothing changes if nothing changes, people. See you over there.